Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. It's like deja vu. Welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I, I, I totally jacked that whole intro up because you just fucking said that. Like, I don't even know. Like, completely. And it's your fault it's deja vu. It's not it even is. mine. It was my fault. Everybody, welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick. And with me. I'm Gator. And by the way, this is a little bit of what you missed. Yeah. Since we had to re-record the opening. We, we did a minute and a half. A minute and a half before Jeff had to get on a conference call. So. <sighs> I forgot what time it was. You did. You did. Yeah, anyway, my bad. So, my bad. So today we are going to be uh, uh, smoking a uh, cigar. The, the annual release of the Eladino Corojo Reserva. Is it the number four? Number four. That's right. From our friends over there at JRE Tobacco. Um, our studio sponsor, no less. It is. Yeah. We're, it's, it's the 5x44 uh, Corona featuring a, uh, it's a Puro of Honduran Corojo and... I look forward to this uh, release every year because as much as I really enjoy the uh, Corojo Reserva on the regular, this one has just that extra little bit of flavor and, and, and everything to it that I think really pops. So Takes it up a notch. It does. Yeah. It does. So anyway, um, and it's time to cut the cigar because, by God, I, I've been waiting. Right behind us. Waiting for quite a while to smoke a cigar. You have and, been uh, right behind us. Yeah. Riverman Cigar Company, right there, yeah. inside that door. Yeah. Um, the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company, and we're sitting out front of Riverman Cigar Company. Under because, the 1,500-square-foot covered patio. Because it is a nice autumn day, although it is starting to get a little cloudy. There's a little wind it's blowing 63 in. It's in St. Louis right now. Um, I'm just saying, you know, it was nice for an hour ago, but, you know. Um, but still, it's super nice out, and we're enjoying a cigar outside because we can and you can, too, if you come over to Riverman Cigar Company. That's right. He has the number fours, and he also has a ton of other great cigars, including the full line from Aladino, as well as um, Agonora's Leaf. Um, there's some rare pink in, in there. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Um, the, the, Jason the, Newman stuff. The front cabinet yeah. has got some really good stuff in it going on right now. So when you come in, check out that cabinet and see what's going on. He always and, puts the really good... Literally like ritzy stuff up there, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. kind of where that right in right, the front. Yeah, right when you walk in. Right when you walk in, you're yep. hit with the big guns. Yep. Um, but yeah, so and if you're not in the St. Louis area and you can't swing on in, you can always give a call up to the shop and uh, take a tour of the humidor over the phone because they do mail order and you can get cigars shipped to you right away. But that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's finally time to cut the cigar. Say finally for them, it's only been three and a half, this four minutes. True, but for me, it's been border bordered on an hour now, huh? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Did you go straight? I did go straight. I'm gonna V it up. Really? And borrow your cutter? Re- really? Why not? I mean, you can. Why? Why are you judging my cut? It's just kind of a little going with the Corona. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Look okay. Look I how mean, pretty that looks. It's just, it okay. I mean, it's no I big mean, deal. Yeah. And I know what you did there. And I'm going <laughs> to empty out the SV cutter so that it doesn't nuke me later when I'm in the car. Let me get a little spritz of tea. I'll say. Time for the cold draw here. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hey. Earthen hay. Straw. Mm-hmm. You're, you're thinking of straw, but you're saying hay, but straw. Yeah. It's farm. It's a hayride. It's farm. Yeah, it's a hayride. Earth and hay. Hayride in a cigar right there. There you go. God, I have some memories of hayrides. Not quite as hayridey as um, Yagua. Yeah, which, by the way, Dan. Yeah. They're back. I don't. Does he have them in or are they on order? I don't, I don't know. I, don't I saw the picture I, today on I the socials. Say, I think they might be on order and they're coming in. I don't know if they've actually arrived. Yeah, they'll be yet, here post haste. Yeah, so just something to consider. But they're back. Indeed. Well, I'm going to fire this guy up because again, Ooh, I'm looking forward to this. You I know, want, you know what I'm getting? What? Hold on. What are you getting? Yeah, it's it's straw like all the way through, like wheat straw, with a little back hint of cinnamon. Hmm. I'm getting a little bit of cinnamon on it. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, well. 
this is going to be one of those weird time loop episodes because we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving to release is, after. This is coming out the day after Thanksgiving. It and happens. so, uh, you know, we don't really have any Thanksgiving things to talk about. Um, I mean, not that I fully anticipate any shenanigans taking place over Thanksgiving. I don't think I have enough persimmons to make my pie. I'm kind of sad. That doesn't surprise I me. I need to find the persimmon tree Dude, in St. Louis. how much are you going to roast that thing? The perfect amount. It's more than lit. That's going to be really hot. I know, because you freaking like, let You're it go. You're not going to touch like, that yet at all. No. You will let it go for like a minute and a half. I was toasting it. It's an exce- per- a perfect an, toast. an excessive amount of lighting. So I'm going to introduce a new segment. Oh, God. You said you wanted me to step up. No, you know what? All right. Let's see what this is. And do some stuff. Let's so see what this is. We're going to do a new segment called, Did Gator Make That Up? For fuck's sake. Okay. And Nick gets to be the judge. More than likely he did, but there's always a good possibility he didn't. <laughs> so, Nick. Have you ever heard of Bishop Sycamore High School? It's in, I believe it's in I, Ohio or Iowa. Tell Ohio. Me, no, it's in tell, Ohio. Tell me about Ohio. Tell me about Ohio. Um, Great no, reference. No, I, I don't know if I know that school. Okay. So Bishop Sycamore High School. Okay. They had a big scandal. Okay. Because I guess it was last year in August. And I've never heard of this before. <laughs> Never heard of this. <laughs> so last year, Boy, that, August, pepper, that pepper hits you on the retro hail. Like oh, right you did away. a retro already? Right away. Right away on the retro so hail. So Bishop Sigmore High School somehow got themselves on ESPN last August. Okay. And they got blown away, just blown away okay. by another school. Um, and then people started questioning, like, well, wait a minute. You know, for one, why are we putting a high school on ESPN? And for two, where's the school? It doesn't exist. It's a scam. It's made up. Okay. There's no school. Okay. And they've all figured out that uh, it, yeah, it, it, they basically had just scammed their way into the program and said they were a high school when they're not and ended up getting on ESPN to play a game. Okay. They got blown out. Let me look. And I'm supposed to tell you if I think this is real or fake. Yeah, do you think this is real or fake? Did I make that up, or did it really happen? No, I vaguely recall something like this. Do you? Okay. I think so. Like, I vaguely recall there being some sort of thing about a school. I, I, yeah, this sounds familiar-ish. Okay, okay. So, it is true. I was going to say. I'm like, this one sounds familiar-ish. Yeah, they scammed the Ohio Department of Education. And when they got to look it into the school, they had one student that was actually registered like to attend the school and it was a it was somebody's home address was the address of the school. Nice. They ended up getting themselves on TV on ESPN of all places. <laughs> How they did that. And they just got pummeled by some school I IMG Academy out of Florida. Uh, fifty-eight to zero, and it was only after they See, I lost think, I fifty-eight think that, to zero. Now that's the thing. I think that game is what I'm remembering. Okay, I think I'm remembering that there was this school that just got blown out of the water. But but that's the thing. The school doesn't even exist. It's fake. It's made up. Okay. And this is according to uh, Sports Illustrated. Okay, let me let me look here. Oh, uh, here there there's one really good quote in this story. If I can find it, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I had it actually, you know what? Forget that. I don't have to find it. I screenshot it so I'd have it. So the one oh really God, good you did quote. Show prep. This I did. is great. The one really good uh, quote in the story. Bishop Sigmore's reported filing with the department for this school year listed only one enrolled student and stated its physical address as a home in a residential neighborhood. So that's exactly what I said. That they, How do you do that? How do you fake having a school? And like the state's like school board school system goes along with it. Well, that's the question. I would say this is bringing up other questions. Like, how long did this go on? What benefits did they get? I'm assuming monetary, financial benefits. I don't know. I mean, I think basically what they were doing was taking people that couldn't make it on. I, I think they were reaching out to troubled kids, maybe that weren't actually in school. 
and they were giving them a way to get them in front of like recruiters and stuff. But they, yeah, they but losing the 50, school. But yeah. losing fifty-eight to nothing doesn't really help your recruiting efforts. It does not. You're exactly <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, that's the thing. If they were the one blowing out this other school fifty-eight to nothing, then you got something. Then you got something there. But and, like, and what disturbs me currently is no one thought to check the school out and make sure it was legitimate till after they lost. Like, mm-hmm. if they'd won, would everybody just look the other way? Mm, maybe. And one of the things that it brings up in the article is most of the schools that are public have have different rules and things, and nobody's really watching, like, the parochial schools, the Catholic, the yeah. Lutheran, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whatever, this bishop, whatever school was. Yeah. And that, you know, they, they kind of have a little more leeway, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It is kind of weird. It is indeed kind of weird. There you go. See, I brought something to the table. My God. Yeah. Look at you. So every once in a while, it may not be every week, but every once in a while, we're going to play, did Gator make that up? Okay. Because you know me, and I do make weird shit up. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a touch too specific. (sighs) Okay. I can can adjust. I'm I'm just saying, like, there was a touch too specific. And but see, most and of my, I also, most of my lies are too, though. And I also will say I did remember that that game to some okay. degree. Like that, okay. that was ringing in the head as like, boy, this sounds really familiar, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it 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 pinged with enough truth that I was comfortable in going with true. On okay, that one. better than the poo canoes that I talked you into. Yeah, that or the was- fact that I didn't have a middle name. That one always kind of struck me as weird, but you know. You're weird, so I figured maybe it was just the continuation of that. Yeah, but yeah, runs in the family. Exactly. I don't. I don't know. So, um, the anyway. poo canoes was one of my favorite poo canoes. Good God. Um. Yeah. Well, what else were they going to build them out of out on the prairie? No, you know what? That makes perfect sense to some degree. It's uh, not accurate, <laughs> but it does make perfect sense to a degree. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I have something I want to talk about. Because it's just us BSing today. We really don't have segments, you know, for the Friday show. Uh, we've got a One Must Go coming up. We've got the final third Friday. Okay. And I do have another fun fact from Pinky. Good. Yes. I'm excited. I do have another fun fact from Pinky. Something I want to talk about. Oh, God. So, when I was a kid, actually before I was born, I believe we landed on the moon the first time. Okay. okay. Yes. It was 1969, and I was born in 69. Favorite number. Good guy. And that being said, so really, when's the last time that we put somebody on the moon? Was it uh, 73, maybe? I would say it was in that general time period, but it wasn't yeah. like, so, it's been a while. You know, I grew up. Although they're saying that we're going to be living on the moon in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was getting oh, headed to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an article. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. No, what I was getting at is I've grown up paying attention to, you know, space. I mean, I was around for the space shuttle when it first took off. I was around for the Challenger disaster and then the the Columbia disaster. You know, I've been around for all that. That's all been during my lifetime. But we landed on the moon before, you know, like, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? The first thing that I actually remember from my childhood is at my grandparents' house. It's my first memory that I really have locked in, and it was me watching stuff from the Bicentennial in 1976. Okay. I don't know if that's weird that I would have been six years old, seven years, or whatever, wherever I was in there. I will say what's weird. that's the thing that I remember. What's weird for me to consider is that while I was not around for the Bicentennial. Yeah. What's weird for me to consider is that it's very likely I will not be around for the Tricentennial. Oh God, no! You won't make it to next year. Shut up! That that's <laughs> fucking bleakly dark right there. But like, no, I mean, you got to figure that's what twenty seventy six, and uh, that would put me. I mean, I'd be ninety five years old that November. Oh God, no! You're not, I'm not. You'll never see that. Ninety four, ninety five. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. You'd make, be ninety four, ninety five. I'd make, be over a hundred. Yeah, I would say there's no way you're making it to that. But that's my point. Is that I'd I don't, be if I made it to a hundred. I'm middle aged. But you saw the bicentennial. I did. I, guess I what saw I'm the bicentennial. Is, well, I guess what I'm saying is that like I'm timing out in such a way that I'm. I think I'm getting screwed out of a centennial. 
you know what you can see? I wonder if this guy's going to hit that truck. Boy, he was real close. He's coming into he's that. Dangerous he's dangerous backing close. into that spot, and he is just skirting that. He made it. He made he it. But, man, I thought he was going to totally yeah. take out that back corner of that GMC. It sure looked like it. That Sierra. No, are we, are we doing? Yeah. When is 250? Well, 17, seven, or 1976 plus 50 years. Or 2076 minus 50. 26 then, Jeff. What's that? 2026. Yeah, so that's going to be 250. You'll get to see that. It's not the same. 250 is a big deal. It is a big deal, but it's not a centennial. It's in like three years. It's I haven't heard anybody talk about this. Four years. Well, well, coming up. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah, we are in November. I haven't heard so, yeah. anybody bring this up. we got to have a big blowout. I mean, well, if we make it that we long. We can't long. afford a big blowout. What the heck are you talking about? We borrow some about? more from the Chinese. I don't know. I'm, sure, the I'm sure they would want to fund our 250th anniversary. Of They're going to make the fireworks for it. It's valid. <laughs> <laughs> We can get them down to Mexico, though. We don't have to get Chinese fireworks. We want ones that go off. I thought Mexicans make good fireworks. I don't know. If, do Mexicans even make fireworks? Pretty sure. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're getting Chinese and just you know running them across the Rio Grande. Oh. Just holding them up out of the water. Well, yeah, you don't want to get them no, wet. No, you can't I get mean, them that's, wet. That's, a, that's pointless. I mean. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> No, I'm gonna get screwed. I'm gonna get screwed out of a centennial. I get the, I get this overwhelming feeling. I'm gonna get screwed out of a centennial. Well, what's two fifty? Quite um, buy and a half. <laughs> I knew a girl like that once. I was gonna say we'll have to consult all the different gender you know, mm-hmm. things at this point to figure out what that actually. Would yeah. Be. Um, what is two fifty called? I because one fifty would be a sesquicentennial. You have a centennial, then 150 is a sesquicentennial. Desquicentennial. Then two would be bicentennial. I, I truly don't know. I Somebody call into the Essence Boys hotline and help us out. You would think somebody would know, but I, you know I, who I think would I'm know. I'm not that somebody. Jerry Pulaski. But, well, I was going to say my sticks. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's in Canada, but he, he probably, knows more about us than we do. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he was trying to get me to say like dirty words to him the other day on my Instagram. What? Yeah. This whole thing. He's he's on Instagram trying to get me. Luke wants you to talk dirty to him. Yeah, Luke wants me to talk dirty to him. (laughs) And then he even called me out and said a true American would just say it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. What were you. Wait, what are you doing? What are you. What were you doing? I wasn't doing anything. Luke, Luke, I'm assuming was drunk. (laughs) Was he messaging you? (laughs) Yes. And what? He wanted you to like record your voice saying these things? Or like, I'm. Don't read it. But I'll let you see it. It was it was one of the stranger uh, conversations I've had with Luke. I love Luke. But these don't Canadians read it, but I'll let you see it. Like, these Canadians, man. <laughs> I don't I don't understand what's going on here. Here. Um so while you're looking that up, the uh Here, read just read it. I'm so glad you can't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> was he high? What the hell was going on? I don't on? know, but he really wanted you to say penis. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> God damn it. I didn't do that, Luke. He did. <laughs> uh, pen I-5 or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, A true American would be comfortable <laughs> with the term. Oh, my God. i just knew i knew if i typed it he was just gonna like screenshot it and post it jeff's sending me penis (laughs) i I knew it was a setup it had to be see i like sending dick pics this guy's gonna run over us. but but when i say that i like holy shit well when i say that come on up on the curb he's windows down i don't care um but what i mean by that is like i like sending pictures like dick van dyke yes and richard richard Nixon. nixon yeah you know, Dick Tracy, Dick Van Patten, exactly. Yeah. I mean, just all the all the all the dicks, all the dicks, all the dicks. Exactly. So I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's a thing, but but I don't type it. I, I, I you know, I you send the photos. Yes, I don't send like yeah the names. Yeah, that would be silly. Well, hopefully, people know who they are in this day and age. Like we've realized, no, that's valid. Yeah, I mean, nobody knows what Cheers is anymore. Say, like at the places does anybody we go. know who Dick. 
Van Dyke is. Would any Should. okay? Would any of the girls at Top Shooters recognize like Nixon? I think Nixon maybe. Oh, I. You know what? We need to do a poll. That needs to be on the next show. You know what? We should do this at some point. I don't want the next one because it's a matter of timing, but um, that would be a fun thing to do. Plug in a third mic, have have you know some of the top shooters girls come over, and we play a game. Who is this person? And we hold up a picture of like Dick Van Dyke and a, Margaret you know, Thatcher, and Dick Nixon, and you know yeah. all these different dicks. And we just like you know have a, oh you want to have a dick theme? See, yeah, well, yeah, that's the point. See if we can have these girls identify these famous dicks from history. We can have Luke sponsor it. <laughs> there we go. Brought to you by my six thirty five millimeter dicks from history. <laughs> I like this idea actually. Got to do it. See, this is how fun things happen. Um. Anyway, so I am uh, just about done with the first third of my uh, Corojo Reserva number four. And I haven't done a retro yet. Should I do one? Dude, the flavors on this thing, they're always so much more pronounced, I think, in this Corona size. Whoa! Exactly. That pepper, Whoa. Rip, that, that, that Corojo pepper just nails you on the retro hail. Yeah, it But it really also does. gets you in the actual smoking experience. But it didn't, like, get up in the nostrils. It, like, hung in the back of the throat. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, like, it's also in the smoking experience. <laughs> I thought that guy was going to say something to us. What he got out. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for it. I know. I'm like, great. We well, almost a, ran over our camera. We're get in a fucking fight right here on the <laughs> podcast. You know? Come on. That'd be great for ratings. He's also got the thing on his wheel that, like, will handle things so you can turn the wheel. That know. would make it so much easier for me with my arthritis. Well, maybe you ought to do that. I didn't even know that was a thing. The little handle? I wonder if I can take his off. I actually, you know what? Look no, at his windows down. Don't do that. You know what's really funny? I was watching um, the Grand Tour which is the, the Amazon version of, of uh, Top Gear. And, you love um, that show. I do. And so one of the guys, James May, he was in an accident, hurt his arm. And so he needed one of those like kind of handles on the wheel to be able to turn yeah. you know, properly, right? So they attached one, but it was a big floppy dildo. And so every oh time he ended turning into graphic, I remember seeing a clip of that. <laughs> I, I had no point of reference, That's but I saw a clip was. of that. That's what it was. <laughs> God, mm-hmm. they're jerks. We're just dicks. You know what? Oh, dude, I'm so that that show amuses me so greatly. I've been catching up on it on Amazon. I've I I had watched it and then I got behind and so now I've got like all these seasons to catch up on it and it's just been so exciting. Like they, um, um, I don't know that that it will, it's boring for me to sit here and regurgitate about TV shows, but um, it, it's it's been <coughs> entertaining. So. I'm going to take a brief beverage break while the uh, while the GMC Sierra <laughs> fires up. Um, and there he goes. Okay, so now, oh God, he's tear-assing out of here. He is tear-assing out of here. So, in in my defense, did it not look like he was going to drive right up under the curve and run over no, our, our he, tripod? He, he 100% did. <laughs> um, and he drives like a bat out of hell in that thing because he's uh-huh. already out on the street. Um, but like that boy, that old boy, he looked pissed. He did not look like a happy man. <laughs> that was probably my doing. I would say he a hundred percent heard you. Sorry, like, Dan, me commenting through his window there. Um, well, I thought he was going to hit our camera. I know, I did too. I was watching. I mean, really, like, realistically, how close was that back bumper to that tripod? Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. All I would have done is I would have had him. I would have, I would have, you know, done something with his insurance, you know, and uh, seen if would, I can get an insurance would, would claim. Would your car insurance so c- cover hitting an iPod or iPad? He hit somebody's damn or property and damaged it. I don't know if that's if there's got to be a special rider for that kind of thing. All I know is like the iPad's already damaged, so like at this point, you know, maybe I could get a free one out of his car insurance. We'll see, but now you said it was damaged. But I guess he didn't actually hit it, so that doesn't matter. Well, it's damaged, but like he would be actually like destroying it if he were it's running true. it over with a GMC Sierra. I wonder if they'd prorate the the cracks that were pre existing. Wonder how they do that. Because like if I, they'd have to identify which cracks were pre existing, which ones weren't. It's true. At that point in time, I don't know if you could do that. Well, yeah. After he rammed it after into the side of the building, rammed it into yeah. the say top. Ironically enough, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you could do that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. Um, but anyway, back back to <laughs> it, it, somehow we got away from this, and we always do. 
Um, but but jumping tracks here and getting back, I'm so excited about this whole Artemis program with with going back to the moon. Yeah, and we've got a capsule up there now um, that's basically, I guess, orbiting, and they're going to crash it into the moon. They may have already done it at this point. I don't know when they're going to crash it into the moon, but I say crash. They may just land it. But it's that's that's like the precursor for getting humans back on the moon. I'm so excited about this, and I don't know why. It's like I'm a little kid again. Okay. Because I grew up with the space program. You know, I grew up watching the space shuttle. And if I hadn't have had to take so much math, I probably would have gone into the sciences. You know, it's true. Yeah. Math, math holds people back. Math held me back. Um, well, because here's the deal. I'd, I'd add. I'd, I'd be subtract. De- I'd be designing websites and working on computers right now if it weren't for all the math classes I was yeah. going to have to take. Well, that's the thing. Like, I can add, subtract. I can divide. You throw toothpicks on the ground. I can count them instantly. I mean, there are certain things that I can do. But I, I still, to this day, don't understand algebra. I passed it with a D. Oh, Cindy's, Cindy's behind. Say, say hi, Cindy. I was like, something just hit me. What's up? Say what hi. You, you're on camera. Ow. Ow. Did she burn you? No, she's flicking me with rubber bands. <laughs> you ain't coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, you yeah. know, like that, I still, I cannot, I could not sit down right now and solve an algebra problem. Yeah, I will say the further I'm away from it, the bleaker it gets for me. Because uh, um, well, I, when I was in high school and doing it, I was good at math. I didn't like it, but I was good at it. Yeah, and yeah, but now I the can further honestly tell I you, am from it. It's I have not rough. used algebra one time in my life since I got out of high school. I graduated. I passed algebra with a D at Trico High School. Well, now Jeff, I'm going to say something. So. What? When I was in high school, and I'm assuming it was probably the same when you were in high school. Nope. The, um, well, no, no, no. Hear me out before you say no. Nope. The math teacher always would say, you guys need to know this because you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. Yeah. And now look at Now I got a freaking supercomputer in my pocket. It's true. So, haha, Mrs. Mueller. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Dottie. Yeah. Dottie can suck it. <laughs> mine, mine would have been Mrs. Whitehorn, but yeah. Dottie Mueller. <laughs> yeah. She's the one who always told me, you need to know this. You're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. And I'm like, mm, I think I will. Guess what I do? <laughs> I do. No, but that's the thing. I've never used algebra in my entire life. Now, there were times you know, in the newspaper business, that I'd have to scale a picture down or something, size something down back before we were doing everything on the computers. Yeah. Well, we had a print wheel for that. Do you remember those? No. Where you would turn it, like if you wanted to reduce, if you wanted to reduce an 11-inch image down 28%, it would tell you the exact ratio to do that at and what it would go down to. Okay. I'll have to dig one out and show it to you because that's like old school newspaper stuff. But that's algebra. A reduction wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I had a wheel for that, so I didn't need to know algebra. I mean, you kind of do algebra, though. When? Okay, so let's say you have a print job. And let's say, you know, your budget, or you know that that, that to print, like, I don't know, your fair book. You know that the the manu- or the printer is going to charge you ten grand to um, okay. do that. And let's say, you know... You are selling only one size ad in that book, and you know you know that that ad runs X amount of money, like per okay. per ad. Well, you need to figure out what X is in order to determine what the what you need in order to cover your cost. You know, well, but I okay. So, so the way so I've what always I'm saying, done that, and you you tell me if this is algebra. It's basic algebra, but I mean, you you have to figure out what x is the, in order to plug it into the equation to figure out how to get all of the money. You the need. way that I was always come up with that is, I would figure up what is half of the pages that I can sell in the section, and I would break that down to where I was making you know somewhere between a twenty and forty percent profit depending on the job. And by profit, I don't mean profit, because then you have to pay graphic artists and you have to deliver yeah. costs and all that. But I always try to, you know, put all those things in there. And, you know, you, you always want to end up with, you know, on a special project, you want to end up with 20% because other projects you lose money on, you know, like the weekly paper. I guess so you've got to make up for that. But that, that's how I would do it is I'd take half of what I, half of what I could potentially sell and break that up to where I'd make my profit if I sold half of... So if I sold 12 pages out of a 24-page book. Yeah. That's how I do it. I'm just saying, I, there, there's some basic algebra mixed into that. 
Maybe. Basic. But, yeah. It's not like you're doing but like. there were you know, no X's and yeah, little twos. And, well, no, it's because yeah. you're not like writing it out. But yeah. It, but mentally in your head, if you actually were to write that out, you know, theoretically there might be. So I I'm mean, smarter than the book learning that they tried to force on me. They forced it on you in at? a very like standard, basic way. They gave you a problem. You were applying real life to it. Yeah. And. I would be it, much better off so with a real life it's thing the same, than a problem. It's the same concept. Okay. It's just you're doing it in real life versus actually doing it like written out and having to show your work. This Corojo Reserva is spicy. It is. It's a good cigar. I'm at the halfway This point. is a used cigar for sure. This oh, is my first 100%. cigar of the day. This is a little meaty for me out of the gate. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, you could have gotten up and found something in the humidor for us to smoke. <laughs> I, I was going into a food coma. Yeah. At the time. You yes. saw that happen. I did. I did. I don't know if we discussed this on this version or the minute and a half long version. I think version. the minute and a half. Yeah. Okay. About that how you did. ate like Big Panda at the Chinese buffet. Yeah. And, you know, then you tried to say that I ate the same amount and it's like, no, no, no. You did. I had two tiny cakes. You did. You had the tiny cakes. Did we talk about the tiny cakes? That was on the previous. I don't know. That's the problem. I can't remember if this is this or if that was the the aborted attempt that we did. I think it was the aborted attempt. (laughs) I always take a picture of, and and if you've heard this already, then pretend you didn't. Um, I'm willing to carve up that aborted attempt and sell out the parts if you guys, you know. Are interested in put that on it. Patreon or whatever. Just saying, yeah, yeah. You know. No, <laughs> I always take a picture of my dessert at the Chinese place. It was a very dark joke. And I, damn, <laughs> God, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that that went that mm-hmm. went to a bad place. Mm-hmm. So I always put two pink cakes and one chocolate cake. Today I had to use a brownie because they didn't have the chocolate cake. Yeah, and then I always take a picture of the two pinks and the one brown. Yep. Yeah. And then you send it to us all, and it's just always... I send it to everybody it, I know. And it's always a shocker when you get it in, it, the, in the text message. It is a bit of a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> How did I take it up a notch today? You put that little piece of corn on top of the brown. Yeah, it came cake. out of my little yeah. crab-like shell thing that yep. I had. Yeah. Yeah. I put a, one piece of corn on top of the brownie. That's yeah, disgusting. It really was. So. All right, I gotta, then. We'll put it on the prisoner's page. I'll let everybody see it. Because okay. I got a picture of you in the background, like, you know, just like wincing at me. Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you knew exactly was, what I was doing. I knew exactly, but it just it shocked me that you still did it, considering you have like, you have so many pictures of tiny cakes on your phone. It's like, but you, it's fun. You really need another one, and yet here we are. Well, I got to keep it fresh, dude. Those tiny cakes aren't fresh. No, they're why so do, dry. Why do you have to worry about keeping the pictures fresh when the tiny cakes themselves are? Yeah, stale, they're so dry. Stale as hell. But. Uh, well, I think we should get into One Must Go. We can do that. Do you have one? I'm sure I can pull something together on okay, the fly. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terranova and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. By United, fancy. Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So yeah, so let's talk this out. What are we going to do? Okay, so <laughs> this is me being super prepared. I'm going to pro- talk about... The problem is I have like 100 cards on my phone and they all suck at this point. I'm going to talk about the printing process. So when suck. we print our newspapers... Oh boy. We print with uh, what's called CMYK. Yep. Okay, so it's cyan. Which is blue. Yep, yellow. Which is yellow. Yellow. And then... Uh, magenta. Magenta, which is red. Which is red. Or pink, technically. It's processed it's red. kind of, yeah. And then black. CMYK. Black. K yeah. is the black. K is the black. So if you were going to leave out one of those four plates on a newspaper, which one would you leave out, Nick? Well, given the way my paper looks this week, I would say that it was yellow considering the people at my printing plant left the yellow plate off and everything looks fucking pink. So apparently paper. the yellow plate must go. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, they printed his newspaper and there's no yellow in his full color pictures. There's no yellow. It's, uh, the yellow background on his front page. Not there. Not existent. No, just no yellow. They left the they left the plate off. It's just pink. It's just, just. You crazy. know what my printer did a couple of weeks ago? No. They mixed up two pages in my A section with my B section. Mm. So I had two pages of my Veterans Day section in the A section, and then two random news pages back in the middle of the Veterans Day section. 
Thanks, guys. <laughs> God, and that's the thing. Uh, we can do everything right and still just get fucked. Am I wrong? This is not a very good one must go. <laughs> we need to, like... You wanted me to make one up. I know. The yellow plate must go. But yeah, well, the yellow pr- plate went this week, but it's mm-hmm. not exactly... Um, <laughs> you, did you even know where I was going with that? I, I the got minute there? you started talking about the colors, I knew immediately where you were going, yeah. and I'm like, I just I, this isn't going to work. But <laughs> we can discuss it for a moment. But this isn't going to work. Well, what um, what other one must go? Do you want? So, I don't know. <laughs> Again, yeah. I was unprepared for the one must go for whatever. I kind of thought we'd talk about this and get this hammered out and. We did not. It, it 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 was on my mind to discuss this with you, and then we never did. Well, um, social media has been all the rage lately, and we talked the other day about how Facebook is crashing and burning. Elon, whatever he's doing with Twitter, I, yeah, you know, it's so. Let's do that. Let's do social media platforms, and if one must go, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um. It's difficult, believe it or not, because while I do truly hate Facebook for a lot of reasons, I'm not a fan of Twitter because I don't like the platform and I don't like the concept. Like, I just, it's never been a platform that I've really, like, embraced or enjoyed. Yeah. And so, like, I've never really done a whole lot on Twitter. Um, Instagram stays because I love the pretty pictures. Like for me, Instagram. I like Instagram is calming to me, whereas the other two are not. Instagram does have a lot of cat videos too. Instagram, yeah. I, I'm I, I find myself amused. I can go down a rabbit hole of funny animal videos and people falling down and hurting themselves. You love that. I like fail videos. Leave yeah. me alone. There's nothing wrong with like fail videos. That's um, why I watch ridiculousness. But uh, yeah, in terms of um, it's going to either be Facebook or Twitter. Facebook, my problem with Facebook is not so much the platform itself, it's the way people use it. And But I don't know how to separate the two anymore. Um, how do you? I don't think we go back to a point where you're just getting updates about your friends and family and what they're doing in their lives and everybody's all happy on it. Because, unfortunately, everybody decides to use it for um, both opinionizing their uh, or professing their, their political beliefs or the other problem that I have with – actually, I have this problem with all of them – is the monetization and business uh, invasion of them. I don't like going through and seeing ads for things on my social media. I don't like you know, um, corporations using – you know, these to like shill things at me. And, and of course, you see those because they're being pushed as sponsored posts and things like that. Well, okay. So I, so like, I put one of those up on the parishioners page. Let me, let me divert for a second. Let yeah. me delve in. <laughs> Pardon me. I've had a little cough for like mm-hmm. a, over a week now. I can't shake it. Um, so the other day, my phone was dead on the cast. Yes. Dead. Off. That's done. true. If you go back to the Tuesday show and listen, your phone died fairly early in the podcast. Yes. And we later talked about something in the podcast. And the minute I turned my phone back on and charged it, I got an ad for what we talked about while the phone was off. Oh, yeah. The P thing for men. Yeah. In the car. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had that whole discussion about, well, in the one must go. In the one must go. Yeah. Exactly. But my phone was dead by then. Yep. Yep. Is is the phone still listening even when it's off? Um. See, that's the spooky part. That is because that then makes and, you and wonder. And we had a listener bring that up on the prisoner. I was going to bring it up today, but they brought it up on the prisoner's because page what too. it does is it makes you wonder if when you think your phone dies, like when your phone dies, you are under the assumption that phone has no power and is doing nothing and can't do anything until you plug it in and get it some power. But what if? It actually does have a bare minimum of power, and it's still doing various operations, including listening to you when you don't think yeah. it's listening to you. It's like got some kind of reserve battery thing we don't know about. It could be. No, there. It's a spooky thing. Hey, there's something there because I did not talk about that other than when we recorded the show, and I never listened to the show. I haven't listened to that episode yet. 
So since, how did my yeah. phone know that we talked about that? Oh, that's a valid point. I yeah. don't know. I it doesn't don't know make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, no, something to consider. But anyway, so yeah, I'm not not that I'm trying to side against Elon here, but Twitter's probably the one that goes for me because I don't use it. I don't use it, but I, I I'm I'm considering how to use it. You know because. <sighs> I just need to get in there and just start using it is what I guess it really boils down to. Um, it's just one more thing. And the problem is, you know, it's not since – and that's the other thing. Facebook and Instagram, since they're both owned by Meta, um, there's all that integration. So when you post on one, it just automatically will yeah. post on another and all that. Technically, there's a little switch you can toggle to where Instagram will post on Twitter as well. But all it does is it posts a link to the Instagram and so then it takes you to Instagram. And I don't really want to do that. I mean, it's what I've been doing, but it's yeah. not like it's like. Well, and there was a rumor that came out this past week. I'm talking and my cigar keeps going out. Yeah. Um, there was a rumor this past week that uh, our man Zuckerberg there is going to step down at Meta. Oh, really? Yep. In the coming year. Well, now, now, the funny thing is the Meta people took to Twitter to say that it was fake and not going to happen which i found it <laughs> odd that they went to another platform yeah to even say that which why wouldn't you use your own platform but whatever I but it, it makes me think that there is something to it and whoever this this like hacker group or, or you know uh oh the people that cover silicon valley whoever it was got an honest to goodness like exclusive and may have got some information they weren't supposed to have yet yeah maybe That'd be yeah, fun. We'll we'll see how it plays out. I would say it'd be it'd be interesting to see either which way. Let's be honest. So I mean, am I wrong? I watched the Social Network. I mean, he stole the platform from the Winklevice or whatever. Right? Yeah, the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I you know I just I'm not. I like I said. I guess for me, for me, I think I would cut Facebook because I think Facebook as a whole. Um, I think it used to you think be, it's too far gone. I think you? it used to be a decent platform. I think it's gone too far. I don't trust it. I don't trust anybody with it anymore. So even if even if you know Zuckerberg goes away, I don't trust anybody with it anymore. Yeah. And so I just think Facebook just I think the problem becomes and you and I talked about this when I think we were talking about Facebook and how bad it's been doing is that I think there's so much economic um stuff tied to it, you yeah. know. You can pay through it and do this, and you can log into sites and whatnot with it and everything else. There's so much data and so much economic, you know. It's going to take a lot to unravel it. It is, and and I just I I think it's going to get ugly. Um, but realistically, we yeah. didn't really have that kind of integration with MySpace. No, because nobody understood what they had with MySpace. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I just I don't like it. I, I'm perfectly fine with Facebook going away. Fair enough. There you go. Okay, that's one the must one go. The one must go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. We do smoke United. So, um, now, I am entering the final third of... I just had to take my band off. I was going to say, I have all the bands off. So now that we're in the final third of the uh, Aladino Corojo Reserva Number 4, let's give a real quick update on the cigar, and then we'll go ahead and hear from our guys Broccoli, Rob, and Isaiah with the final third Friday pairing. Spicy. Spicy indeed. Yeah, very spicy, spicy cigar. The, the Corojo spice level on this has definitely ramped up. Um, it's a, it's, but it's smoking like a champ. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you keep having to touch up because you're talking. I, I, yeah, I've been but, letting it go out, um, so that's on me. But realistically, though, I mean, it's been smoking like a champ. My burn line is just a little uneven because there is a slight breeze through here underneath the uh, covered patio here at Riverman, yep. but um, it's not that bad, but it's, it's kicking out smoke like a champ, and uh, the, uh, the spice level on it is the prevalent flavor point, so. Anyway, well, why don't we go ahead and hear from Broccoli Rob and Isaiah as they do this week's Final Third Friday pairing. Okay. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we are doing a pairing with the La Galera Imperial Jade. This is in the little Chiquito Perfecto size. This is a Dominican cigar 
with an African Cameroon wrapper over Criollo 98 um, binder, plus the filler with the uh, Dominican Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98. It's a medium-bodied cigar, and um, it's a perfect little cigar for the winter. It's going to give you a half-hour, 45-minute smoke, yeah. and it's just delicious. I mean, we've been smoking this for a little while already. Yeah, we're I'm already thinking we're probably a half gonna, hour in. Yeah, we're probably going to get an hour out of this thing, yeah. which is pretty amazing for it this really little guy. It really is. Yeah, today we're pairing that with Maverick. Um, this bottle comes out of Dry Hills Distillery in Montana. This is an American single malt uh, finished in port barrels. It runs at 110 proof. 110. So, it's yeah. 10 years old. And it actually was in the Dry Hills warehouse when they bought from another distillery. So it's not Dry Hills juice. So yeah. you're only going to find it was bottled by Dry Hills, but it was um, actually distilled in Montana by this other company. So 10 years of age with a port finish, and it's delicious. Yeah. So right on the cold draw of this cigar, you get chocolate and raisins. Mm-hmm. Into that, uh, into the first third, it is uh, a very tight, closed foot. So as it's opening, you get charred black pepper, and then it opens up into a nuttiness, black pepper on the retrohale, and then some cedar. Yeah, yeah, some really nice sweet cedar. And when you go from from smoke to sip, um, and sip to smoke, both ways really yeah. it works the same way, you get that really sweetness of a cedar, um, this really nice, this, this whiskey um, is got a lot of port going with it but it's not like over ported it's just going to give you that nice flavor so it pulls out all the sweetness and they just balance each other out well yeah it really keeps up with this cigar and vice versa like the the more you smoke the sweeter it gets and that's kind of something we found common with good pairings is that yeah. as you get further and further into the cigar and as it builds up intensity the whiskey is getting sweeter, which is a really nice transition and shows complexity in the pairing. Yeah, and on the cigar right now, I mean, we're we're into the second third on this cigar, and the second third it tends to the for me the spice level kicks up a little bit more. You're getting more of the black pepper in the nose when you retrohale. Um, you are still getting the cedar. There is a there's kind of an umami note in there yeah. as well. Um, but once, like I said, once you go with the whiskey on it, the pairing just becomes this nice, sweet, almost, um, I don't want to say a chocolate cherry, but almost. It's more like a, a peppered cherry. You always peppered, say chocolate peppered, cherry. Peppered. But I mean, because the the wood, the uh, nutty note that I get is more, is like more a uh, macadamia kind of nut. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of that meaty kind of nut to it, but it's um, the sweetness on it definitely leans towards that that sweeter dark black cherry kind of thing yeah absolutely um, but with a cigar you're getting that that dark pepper no and that's what's wild is you know cameroon is traditionally more of a sweet wrapper yeah i'm not getting a ton of sweetness out of the wrapper on this one right now because of the size and the shape i think you get more of the spice which i love you do uh just letting you know somebody's probably gonna cut that and just have you saying meaty nut Meaty nut. <laughs> Meaty nut. But, uh, yeah, that's been this week's pairing. Yeah. Uh, it's super solid. Short smoke. Great for the winter. Great yeah. for even if you don't have a nice fishing tent to smoke in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get this pairing. Obviously, this coming week on the discount, you're looking in the mid-20s again on the pairing. It's just a fantastic pairing. So, appreciate you guys listening in, and we will see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. There you go. And uh, they've got some, uh, I think they've got like a sweater decorating or something party coming up there at the final third cigar in Whiskey Land. Do they? Yeah, I got the email. If you guys uh, uh, are interested, I, I think they have uh, details on their website, but they, uh, they're they doing like a sweater decorated, like an ugly sweater party or ugly sweater decorating party or Something like that. I don't even know, but um, okay, something to look into. Now, they always have something fun going on. They do. They do. That's the thing between between Rob bringing in either the uh, liquor and cigar folks for events, and then Lisa coming up with creative other events that you know maybe don't involve like a special guest rolling in, but something fun to do. Yeah, you know they've always got something going on over they there. They do. So now, um, Pinky 
uh, is still out for doing her segment, but she is still sending me fun facts. Okay, good. So, you so know, it's okay to do them, just not yeah, her do them. It, it's not going to be all produced okay. until she comes back and everything like that. Once she comes back, then I'll, you know, we'll have the fancy music and all that fun stuff and everything. But for right now, I'm just kind of going to throw these out. Okay. So, so um, Jeff, you should never, well, you might. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, did you know that pandas will shit an average of 50 times a day? Really? Panda bears will shit. An average of 50 times a day. Okay. I think it's your spirit animal. Because not only do you eat like Big Panda at the Chinese buffet. Yeah. But let's be real. You know. 50 times, man. 50 times a day. Man, that was a lot of panda poo. tux pads. A lot of panda poo. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, think about the poor zookeepers. Free fertilizer. (sighs) Dude, that's a lot of poo. (laughs) It is a lot of poo. I always wondered, do the zoos sell that? Like, do they get all the scat and, like, compost it and sell it? They should. I mean, they should. I'd I mean, buy it. I'd put elephant poo in my garden. Would you put panda poo in your garden? I don't know what pandas eat. Bamboo. Oh, yeah, all day. They eat a shit ton of bamboo. Yeah, as long as they're not eating meat eaters. They're not meat eaters. They're, they're I don't think. I, they're, I need every some... time I ever see pandas eating, they're eating bamboo. Or there's a Instagram. Well, the koalas eat the the eucalyptus, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They eat the eucalyptus. The ba- uh, the pandas eat bamboo, and uh, they'll eat other vegetables. Like I've seen them eating like sweet potatoes and things like that. Oh, okay. You know, I like but, sweet potatoes too. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they eat stuff. But anyway, so yeah. Oh, you know what? Pandas, we need to do the ad for uh, my monthly panda shit fifty times a day. So Thank you, Pinky. Good segue into the my monthly ad. <laughs> This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. 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 Now... If I'm not mistaken, yes. Um, my monthly cigars is sponsoring our uh, little Christmas ditty contest. Yes, the Christmas carol. Yes, yep. So you guys need to you have, come up with your carols and yeah. send them in. And I and I think those are due Christmas carol, story, poem, whatever. I think those are due haiku by Friday, December sixteenth, so that uh, we can play them. On the um, December 20th episode, and um, we can throw the voting through Christmas, and then we'll announce the winner on the December 27th episode. Okay. So, yeah. So, you got to get those in. Get them in. Get those into the hotline. Do we have any yet? Not yet. Okay. We need some. Area code 863. We need at least one for a winner. 863-874-0000. The time limit on the voicemail is three minutes, so you know try and keep your your song or poem. Brevity un- is the soul un- of wit. Under three minutes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Gervais has already said that if you go into two voicemails, he's going to just automatically say you no. Know. So um, <laughs> okay, you know, keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, you know, just uh, get that get that in, and and we would appreciate that. Otherwise, we're available on the socials at Instagram, at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. It's my page. We're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Personers Group. Probably the only reason to get on Facebook these days, in my Sadly. opinion. Um, and then there's Twitter, where I haven't done much, but, you know, at some point, I'll take time yeah. and do it that. It may be the last bastion of freedom. I'm telling you, I, I'm convinced of that. I'm convinced that when Meta finally, you know, turns off the spigot on the cigar content... Um, that Twitter may be the last, uh, the last, you know, decent place that people can go for cigar content. God knows, like for YouTube, we're on borrowed time. Well, and and the thing about it is that, well, and I know Zuckerberg's or not Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk is trying to lure a bunch of YouTube people over as well. So I think he's got big plans for Twitter aside from just where it is right now. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, that's the thing. You have all these other ancillary social sites, you know, like, 
Um, I know when, uh, not to get political, but I know when Trump was kicked off of Twitter, that's when everybody ran over to Parler, and now he has his version of Twitter, which is called, what, Truth or whatever it Truth is? Truth Social or something. And then, but then now when all the, the you know more left-leaning folks are angry that Elon Musk has bought Twitter, um, they're all flooding over to something called Mastodon and whatnot. So I, I, don't, I don't know what any of these well, things that, are. Well, and that's a and thing. So, there's all these like little platforms. Are but, we going to end you know. up where we segregate ourselves like that? And I think that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly it. We're, because we're God forbid that any of tribes. us, yeah, that any of us like listen to somebody else's thought and think, actually process it and think about it and have a reasoned discussion. I yeah. mean, all we're doing screaming talking points at each other at this point. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing new there. We've been doing yeah. that for a little while now, but. Um, and then we're on YouTube where you can watch this stuff. And again, we need questions for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And our cigar today came to us from our studio sponsor, JRE Tobacco. Indeed. It's and the Aladino uh, Corojo Reserva and number four. And I have just given up the ghost on mine. Um, fantastic cigar. So glad that... I haven't, done uh, a, I haven't done a last retro. It's the first number four that I've smoked this season. Um, super, super good cigar. Really spicy. Ooh. You really get that Corojo spice on it really well. Especially so, on that retro hit. So if you're yeah. looking for, for one of the Aladino cigars that really showcases that Corojo spice. Yeah. Um, it takes th- it up a notch. This is definitely one for you to give a shot to because uh, it, it's very popular. Yeah, if you like it. a medium to full cigar, this is your way to go. Most definitely. Yep. So anyway. Well, there you go. Yeah. So this is our effort recorded right before Thanksgiving and... We'll after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We hope you all had a very good Thanksgiving. And hopefully none hope of you we did too. none of you got trampled to death in Black Friday sales. Although does anybody even do that anymore? Or do we just all do it online now? It's I'll tell you what. Small business Saturday. Let me put a plug in here. So guys, stop using Amazon. Stop shopping online. Go out and actually spend some money locally because those are the people that are paying for your kids' fundraisers at school. And supporting the, the different things that go on in your community through your churches and your your different, you know, like uh, clubs and organizations. And the more and more of these small businesses that go away, there's going to be less and less of that community. And we got to do everything we can to keep it. So Small Business Saturday, shop then. Additionally, Black Friday. if you are a business owner, do remember that sh- uh, Small Business Saturday does not just apply to your small business. It also can apply to any small media companies that are in your area, such as locally owned little newspapers exactly. that cover the community. And, you know, maybe instead of throwing all your money into Facebook ads where it goes to California and just make Zuckerberg that much richer, yep. maybe just consider the fact that, you know, there might be a local newspaper in your town that could use a few extra dollars. And could reach your local folks in a way that others can't. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Amen. It's just, it's just something to consider. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, that's all I got. That's so, it. All right. I got to go buy a honey baked ham for Thanksgiving. Good God, we we're not going to get into that this year. <laughs> There's just something really wrong about that. that oh, that's you gotta have that's Christmas ham. time. It's Christmas and Easter. Ham oh. owns Christmas. Ham owns two holidays. It does not need to encroach on Thanksgiving. Turkey's turkey. Turkey's good, and I'm looking forward to turkey. Yeah, but once I mean, once you ate it, there's all that turkey left over, and it's like, what do you do with it? All sorts of different things. I made kale soup one year with it. Sandwiches, turkey and kale, it didn't. Yeah, soup, nobody else liked it but me. Turkey and dumplings. There's all sorts of things turkey you and can dumplings. Eat. Yes, it's heresy. It's like chicken and dumplings only with turkey. That's heresy. It's poultry's poultry. Boy, I don't know about that. Have you ever done it? No. You should do it. I'll try. I'll report back. You should do that. Come on, Addie likes chicken and dumplings. She loves chicken and dumplings. I don't know if she'd like turkey and dumplings. Why not? Turkey's a little more, a little stronger flavor. Slightly, but like, I mean, we'll see. Give it a shot. Just give it a shot. When I make my dumplings, though, I only use dark meat. And there's not traditionally that much dark meat left after the turkey's done. So what? White meat just doesn't. It's too dry for dumplings. It doesn't work. Eh, You can make it work. Yeah. You can make it work. I don't know about that. Anyway, well, guys, uh, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. That's a truck. Very loud truck. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
getting cold. The cloud cover's not helping. No, no. But at least we're not blown out like on the face of the sun right now. No, we're not. It's true. But it's chilly. It's, it's definitely chilly. I'm in a t-shirt. My legs are cold. I'm warm from here. I don't know. But from my leg, my waist down, I'm cold. Is that just the blood flow issue you have? No. It's just my legs are, I mean, short, so it's chilly. So. Thanks, guys. Later, guys.